Farmers today are facing rising costs, volatile markets, and extreme weather. The Better Way to Farm podcast digs into strategies to help you take control of farm inputs and maximize profit so your farm can thrive for generations. Remember to take advantage of our free resources at abetterwaytofarm.com. Now, from America's Heartland, here's your host. Thank you guys all so much for joining us, and we are excited for this opportunity tonight. We're going to be talking about off-farm income, and if that's something that interests you, we are really glad that you have joined us. What I'm most excited for tonight is that we get to hear, or you get to hear, from people who joined our team as clients looking to improve their farming operation, and now they have been able to leverage that experience into a way for them to add another stream of income to their farming operation. So you're going to hear a little bit about their experiences and what that looks like for them. If you're new, hi, my name is Kayla. Um, I'm part of the A Better Way to Farm team, and you're going to get to hear from four other awesome members of our team tonight. So to kick things off and kind of get everyone on the same page, I am going to run through a brief history of a better way to farm because we feel it's important to know the history of the people that you are working with and the history of the people that you associate yourself with. So a better way to farm was founded by Rod and Sheila Livesey on October 7th of 1992. They both grew up on family farming operations, Rod in Southeast Iowa and Sheila in Northeast Missouri. And after living through the 80s, they saw a lot of changes as well as a lot of things that maybe despite what was best, stayed exactly the same. And it just didn't make sense to them. And so they just kept thinking there has to be a better way to do this. So in 1992, something caught their eye. And in the spring of 93, test plots were planted on Sheila's parents' farm. And uh, this is kind of where they started implementing a systematic approach, looking at advanced soil testing and continuing with prescription row placement and focusing on giving every plant equal opportunity nutrition. Over the next few years, this proven system was applied all across the Corn Belt, and the consistency they saw was exactly what they had been looking for and trying to find that better way. That made it really easy to share their results. And soon there were other people who were saying, hey, I want to know more about this better way to farm. And here we are be a better way to farm team. And the growth has really just continued ever since. In the coming years, hundreds of test plots were planted over 28 different states. And so that gave them a lot of hands-on experience on helping a wide variety of farmers in different conditions, different operations, with different crops. Since then, Rod and Sheila have had two daughters join the team. I'm Kayla. I'm the youngest. And my older sister, Karen, is also very involved. And so the four of us kind of run a better way to farm together doing our specialized jobs and we love being able to help out our parents on our own family farming operation as well as running a better way to farm. So we believe that the right information and the right tools can allow anyone and everyone to be successful. So we try and connect people with that information. You might have seen our soil testing webinar from a couple months ago, and that's an example of us kind of working towards that goal of connecting people with information. We help farmers find the right products, the right tools, and a best fit for their operations. Plus, we also bring progressive, forward-thinking farmers together, and this helps them share ideas that worked well for them, as well as, and maybe even more importantly, 
what didn't work for them. So it allows people to really learn from the experience of others. Part of what we do at A Better Way to Farm is our exclusive partnership with our manufacturer. When Rod and Sheila got started in 1992, they decided to partner exclusively with one manufacturer. And that decision has really been solidified through over 30 years of really seeing that reliability and that quality for themselves, both in our own family operation, as well as those operations of all of our clients. And this partnership was a serious decision. It was not one that they took lightly or one that we take lightly today. But we know that sourcing high quality, pure raw materials is something that's the top priority. And that's what's going to give both our farm and the farms of our clients those consistent, high quality results that we're looking for. So we have the family aspect of it with myself and my sister and my parents. We have the partnership, maybe most importantly, and the component that is most near and dear to my heart is the Better Way to Farm team. I would definitely call it a dream team. Um, I could not you know, count myself more fortunate than to work with the people that we have on our team. And you guys get the privilege of hearing from some of them tonight. Our dream team here at A Better Way to Farm applies the same approach and they have the same values about American agriculture that we do. So we're fortunate that our team has grown beyond our family and we now have our A Better Way to Farm family. And so, like I said, we share those core values. Um, we share that belief and that passion for American agriculture. And they're just a hardworking, dedicated group of people that I am honored to get to work with and call family. So um, we are very blessed and uh, very happy with the impact that we have had on American agriculture, and we continue to further that. And so that's a little bit about our history of A Better Way to Farm, who we are, what we stand for, and a brief intro to the team. So now I'm going to turn it over and we're going to switch to more of the interview portion, and you guys can really hear from the farmer dealers that we're spotlighting tonight and kind of hear why they did what they did and how they've done it. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to the person who's going to be moderating this uh, little meeting for the rest of the night. Like I said, 30 years of experience, hundreds of test plots, over 28 states. It is probably not an under-exaggeration to say that this person has done hundreds and hundreds of meetings, training um, American farmers, and they have done hundreds and hundreds of hours of on-farm, on-field research as well as textbook research. And we definitely have the bookcase in our basement to prove it. So he is someone who, like I said, is passionate about American agriculture. He is passionate about preserving the legacy of family farms because that's what was done for him. And that's what he's done for me and my siblings and now his grandkids. So that's something that's near and dear to his heart. And I'm excited for him to moderate this section and then close us out tonight. So with that, I'm going to hand it over to my dad, Rod Livesey. Thank you, Kayla. I appreciate that. Um, the history is important. If we're going to be involved in something, we want to know that it has a history and that it has a future. And I am really excited to get to do this. You know, Kayla, I was thinking as you were doing the intro there about how interchangeable we are. We have three tremendous speakers tonight, and I'm excited to get to each one of them. And we could have used any one of 20 or 25 people. And it's really cool to just have interchangeable parts. You know, part of our team is in Pennsylvania working. Some of our team's headed for Jackson, Mississippi. A bunch of us will be together in, in St. Louis. But it's really cool to have this interchangeable teamwork aspect. And I'm super excited about it. 
I'm going to introduce our three speakers tonight, and then I'm going to go back through and just interview each one by themselves individually. The first individual I want to introduce is a really good friend. He's a newer friend. I'm super excited to get to know him and his wife. I love this couple. There are great things going on in their world, and he is joining us from Wisconsin, and I'd like to say welcome to the call. Thank you for the time, Dan Phillips. How are you this evening? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you taking the time. Second individual we have, him and his wife live in Minnesota. I've also had a little bit more time with him. I've been to his place. It's always great to go and see where people farm and what they're doing. He does a great job with a lot of different aspects of our business. Uh, he has a huge drone business. He's tremendously successful as a district manager here with the company. And I'd like to welcome Brian Schluter to our meeting. Brian, thank you. Thanks, Rob. Appreciate the time being with you. Oh, buddy. Yeah, we're excited. And lastly, as someone that I've known actually since he was in high school, we go back a ways. Uh, he's not quite as old as I am, but uh, he's getting closer. But I appreciate him. He lives about 15 minutes from me here in southeast Iowa. And thank you for taking time, Chris, uh, for your busy schedule and joining us. How are you this evening? Good, Rod. It's always a pleasure. All right. Let's jump in here. Dan, I'm going to start with you. Just seeing what you and Elaine are doing is just astounding. And and the way that you're building your business. And I, I'm super excited for it. Talk to me, what were you doing before you were a member of the Better Way to Farm team? Before I was part of the team, I farm with my uncle, my grandparents, and I was always kind of looking for a different way to make income. Mm -hmm. And I plowed snow for a while, and that just kind of burnt me out. My wife worked in town. She's an RN. That's kind of what we were doing beforehand, I guess. Well, I plowed a bunch of snow last night, and I don't really think I want to spend the rest of my nights of my life doing that. So I can appreciate that. Talk to us about your farming operation. I mean, when you, am I correct that when you joined the team, you were primarily looking just to improve your input side and your fertility and get better yields? Is that true? Yes. When I came to the first pro egg, I was actually plowing snow in that, and I didn't even know if I was going to get to make it, but we were always looking to do something better. And we always wanted to get kind of on the leading edge. and we were kind of at a plateau and we couldn't go no further. So that's how I kind of stumbled across it. I seen the ad on Facebook and I went to a pro egg and well, that's probably the best thing that ever happened to us. <laughs> that's fantastic. Those fundamental agronomy programs are, are just astounding and they're life changing. Before we get into the business side of this, I want to talk though, because if you're going to be involved in a business, we're going to be involved in marketing. We got to know that the products work. Talk to me, Dan, about the results that you've got using our system for put, doing your fertility? So what we did, we used to use the old blow and go, basically, you know, blow on some dry and away you go. And it's kind of what it was. And we kind of were going towards the liquid route. And after we went to the pro egg, we implemented some acres of corn, some acres of beans, some acres of wheat. Well, with that, we were able to find some limiting factors that we were able to really jump our yields. And that was kind of something that we really seen some big advantages to, and we kind of had less inputs with it. So then the next year, we implemented a bunch of the stuff. And i be honest, we didn't use the whole entire system, but we seen the best corn crop we ever had. We cut our acres back on our soybeans, and we went from growing 1,000 acres of corn to 1,500 acres of corn. And theoretically, you would get some of your worst acres in that 15. Well, we increased our entire farm average by, I don't know, probably 25 bushel, 30. And then 
So last year, I thought, well, this isn't, yeah, we don't need to do all this. So we didn't do it except for 55 acres corn. We, we did keep our beans in and we did not do the system on our wheat, which it really showed. And on our corn, we did see, uh, what, would, what was it, a 44 bushel difference. It was 195 to 239 bushel difference. And that was, some fields went the year before a bushel apart. So yeah, there's some real value with it. Hence, we'd like, we'd like to thank you for running that big test plot on behalf of A Better Way to Farm. I just want to say thanks because you've really proven that. Test plot backwards though. Yeah, yeah, I understand. I understand. So let's talk about what made you transition. You said, okay, we're using the system. We like how that works. What made you transition over to say, hey, I'd like to become a district manager with the company? What was the big thing for me is, well, seeing how the products worked, but then anytime I've got a question, I was always able to make a phone call to someone and I got an answer. And then and if Mesa couldn't, Prestonwood or I mean, there, there's always somebody to get you an answer. That's something I liked. And then even working more and more into it, it's like there's just the resources just keep getting bigger and bigger. I mean, it, it just, I don't know. It's an awesome team. I've talked to Preston, Andrew Moore, talked to Brian today. I mean, it just, uh, there's, I don't know. There's just the connection that you have with so many different farmers that are there. It's all about helping somebody. That's something I really like. I guess it's not just like, oh, we're going to sell you something. It's something about you're helping somebody else do better. You know, and I think that's one of the big things that we do bring. Kayla talked about it, but the value of the team. It's other guys who are like-minded and moving forward. And I, I find great value in that too. So let's talk about the training. You know, anytime you're going to make a new system, there's got to be training on how to successfully implement it. And then let's talk about the training for the business side of it, where you've and congratulations, by the way, you were just recently appointed district manager, something that you well earned. But talk to us about the training, first of all, for implementation of the products. So, well, for one, like, well, the first thing I did was I went to a business seminar. That was probably one of the best things there ever has to go to. But then every month, Kayla or someone puts on something that we're able to learn from that are just little tips and tricks and that's, I don't know, it helps every month. And if you can go back and look at them and then, well, the pro egg training helps. You always pick up something on them too, even just with the products as far as that goes. Absolutely. And I think that Kayla and Karen and the training that they're doing really empowers people to be more successful. And that's kind of the key if we're going to do this. I mean, a lot of people can start a business, but most of the times what they have is a whole bunch of competitors wanting them to fail. And here you talked about Brian, you talked about Chris. These are guys who have no interest financially in what you do, but they're emotionally invested in making sure that you succeed and be a part of the team. And then we, and you've got Kayla and Karen and, and some of the others here of us that are doing trainings on a regular basis to up the skill set so that a person can be more successful. Can you give one example of something that you learned in one of the, the webinars or the, the uh, Zoom meetings that's been done here lately? Maybe one tip that Kayla shared or Andrew or somebody? Just some stuff with making calls that I went back and just talking to people, I guess, how to how to talk to people. The best, it ain't always talking, it's trying to learn what somebody else can tell you and how to interact with them, I guess. There's, I don't know, I just go back and watch all of them all the time. I just, it's a lot of help. I, I don't even know how to explain it. Well, and the bottom line is there's 24-7 training, right? I mean, on your schedule, you can go and get trained. 
without yeah. any issue. Well, like we had a training this morning on just some tools that we have that are in the toolbox, and I wasn't able to make watching it. I was meeting with some people. I'm able to come back and look at it at a different time, which is great. Does talk to me about the time aspect of this, and I'll hit you other guys, be ready for this question. But you know, some people say, Well, I'm really busy. And so talk to me about does this take a lot of time away from your farming operation or does it work in conjunction with it? It works in conjunction with it because for an example, I mean, I was busy at the beginning of December and I couldn't well, I wasn't able to talk to some people, but when it did work, I was able to, I kind of made contact with some guys, but I was able to follow up when we weren't, we were doing a bunch of tile on the ground. The weather was nice. And once that changed, I was able to make contact with people and it just kind of one thing went to another, I guess. Excellent. I appreciate that. So talk to us, what all are you doing now? Tell us about your, your life, what things are going on in it, what about your farm, your business? Talk to us a few minutes about that. Well, at home in the shop, we got a bunch of things going on. We're working on strip till. We got to put liquid on that. We just went strip till. So that's kind of a big, big deal for us right now, trying to get everything lined up for spring. But I mean, as far as at home, I don't know. I got three kids. They keep us busy, but we still be able to make it work. And it's kind of nice that Elena was working in town. She was able to quit her job and do more things with the kids and not always be gone every day. So it, it works out pretty good for us. That's fantastic. So you find some value in being able to control that schedule, work when you want to, and do other things when you need to. Is that correct? Yes. That's fantastic. I appreciate that. I want to move on. Thank you for your time, Dan. We may or may not come back to you in the interest of time here. But I want to talk, uh, Brian, let's talk to you a little bit. You, How long have you been with the team? Uh, since 2020. 2020, okay. And how did you find us? So I was actually listening to the podcast and I ran across it on uh, Facebook and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to check this out. And we had just purchased a new planner and it had liquid on it. And that was kind of our goal was to get to a liquid system. Excellent. My mentor, one of my mentors always says that when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. So you were looking <laughs> for somebody and yep. uh, lo and behold, Kayla appeared. So that's, that's really, really cool. So talk to us. What were you doing previous to being with us? You were farming and doing what else? So I was actually just a farmhand for my my uncle and my dad, and I worked at a, a power sports shop. I was a technician there for 10 years, and then I, I moved into the parts manager sales side of things. And then uh, I had an opportunity to go to the railroad, so I went to the railroad for six years, and some stuff didn't work out, so I left. In, in the meantime, I was able to start farming part of my uncle's ground. I attended one of our training seminars on, on the fertility aspect and and uh, was very intrigued with it and bought a planter to run liquid and we've we've been making big strides forward and uh, having good success with it. That's fantastic. What kind of results are you seeing using the system? So our biggest thing is just being more efficient. We're controlling our own destination by not having other the co-op and stuff make tracks across your field. Um, we're getting our crop in at uh, the proper time. We're not waiting for them. We've seen definitely some yield bumps. It would definitely help if the weather would straighten out for us occasionally. We had some really good crops this year and ended up with that that big white slow release stuff. <laughs> Moisture. <laughs> Moisture. There you go. So, Brian, talk to me. What training are you utilizing to get started building your business? Because you, you're, I believe you're going to be a district manager on Monday. Am I correct in that? Correct. And that's yeah, so I, 
Congratulations. I, I originally I originally was like, yeah, I, I definitely want to get into the sales side of things. I, I was in sales at the power sports shop and I enjoy sales helping people. Um, that's my big thing is helping people makes me happy when they got a smile on their face. I originally wanted to do it, and uh, Rod's like, well, this is this is what you need to do. And Kayla's like, we need to get you to CBS. And I'm like, oh, I can do this without CBS. And uh, that is definitely not the case. <laughs> you need to <laughs> attend CBS and get the proper training, and the cards just fall into place after that, as long as you're, you're willing to put the work in. In addition to that, what are the other trainings that you find beneficial and helpful? The monthly trainings are very good. And occasionally you'll have a, a guy with nice looking hair put a book in your your bag at a hotel and he says read it and so that's very useful too <laughs> yeah we are big on personal development you know and i've watched the growth that you've underwent brian and it's been fantastic and i know that you're gonna you've already helped a lot of people and i know that you're going to continue to do that so what do you like about working with the team why you know why do you have such enthusiasm for developing this and developing an income here when you could go get a job or go do something else. Why here? Why with us? The big thing in life is when you're at a job, negativity can get you down a lot. It's tough to deal with negativity. I haven't heard a single negative thing at any of our trainings or meetings. Everybody in our group's positive. We're all willing to help each other out. I mean, Dan helped me with the project today we had going on. It's just what the group is. We're all about helping, making people happy. And I love that. The having, you know, a lot of people get in business for themselves and then they find out they're also in business by themselves. And in this case, do you feel that way at all or do you feel like you have a tremendous support system behind you? No, there's a there's a good following of good people behind you. And it, I mean, if you need something at 12 o'clock, I mean, we got a private Facebook page. You could put something on there and you'll probably have the question answered at 12.01. <laughs> Some of us don't sleep very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were talking midnight, not noon. I get that. I understand. Yep. So I know in addition to that, I'm going to take a little different angle here. Because you've worked with us, then you you launched off in and you're also doing custom work with a drone, correct? Yep. So if it wasn't for reaching out to Better Way to Farm, I would have not had a very successful drone business. I actually was looking into doing something different, making more farm off-farm income. And uh reached out to yourself there, Rod, and you're like, yep, get on that boat. It's going places. So I've jumped on there, and first year I did 5,400 acres. Second year I did 8,500 acres. And without Better Way to Farm making me a better person too, I wouldn't be in this situation. Well, that's fantastic. And I appreciate the fact that, you know, it's giving you some skills to help with that. I know you're doing a great job. And again, you're helping a lot of people. So talk to me a little bit, uh, Brian, what are you doing in the way of crop rotation is it like Dan or, and, and, you know, what is it from here that's working so well into your program? So we're actually probably like a 60, 40, more so heavier on corn. Otherwise we're corn, soybeans, a little bit of alfalfa. We got some low ground that we cut for grass hay for our, our beef cows. We got about 30 beef cows and we feed them all the way out to the end. Enough to keep us busy there. <laughs> exactly. I love that. So talk to me about going forward. What are you going to do with the team? What do you see happening here with your business? The, it's it's endless. I mean, it, people are looking for for more efficient ways to do stuff. I believe the more work you put in, the more results you're going to get out of it. I, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I would have never thought I would have been in this situation a year ago. And 
thank the good lords the cards are falling right and things are going good that's fantastic and i'm super proud of you brian thank you again i may come back to a couple of questions here at the end i'll see and uh, kind of go from there chris talk to me a little bit we've known each other since a very cold snowy night way back hmm. when you were a senior in high school so what caught your eye why a better way to farm what well, let me back up. You went to college, yes? Yes. And you studied what? I'm an industrial technology major. Okay. And since you had an industrial technology major, you promptly went and became a? Some sort of a manager at a at a deer or some kind of manufacturing plant, um, an ag. But I actually ended up being a banker. So figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, a lot of people think that's, that's, and there's nothing wrong with that, but a lot of people think that's the job. You get to be the banker. What possessed you to leave the banking industry and join us? So I worked for a, a, local, a local bank, a county over from our, our hometown. I was told when I joined there that I would be, have the opportunity to become an ag lender. And so I was going to work up through the jobs, learning all the all the bank processes and operations. And then at the end, then, then we would see if I would be a good fit for them. And so I did that for about a year, a little over a year. And I know, uh, as you know, Rod, we kind of kept in contact there. You would send me little pictures every once in a while when you guys were out on the road. And I was sitting behind the desk, not doing a whole lot um, in a nice comfy chair. And so I don't, I found out that I don't sit behind a desk very well. And on top of that, the culture, not only in the bank, but in several different of these businesses in, in our country, uh, the culture isn't very good. There's not really a team aspect, um, so to speak. And I knew what you guys had to offer at A Better Way to Farm. And so it was definitely on my mind there throughout my time there. And, and it kind of yanked at me and yanked at me. And I had some things happen where I worked worked there for a while. And then at the end of the year, when my end of the year evaluation came up, they said, congratulations, you did a great job here. You did this, you did that. Here's a dollar raise. And by the way, we hired somebody else to be that ag lender spot. And so <laughs> I think if you remember, I think if you remember correctly, I got on the phone with you and I said, what do we got to do? How do I get going? Whatever we got to do, let's do it. Let's have dinner. And I think the rest is history after that. So yeah, it was that, uh, that was a great turning point. That was a great evening. Uh, Chris talked to us because you have a degree in industrial, whatever your experience yep. was in banking. And yet here you are being wildly successful. You have been a district for a while and you're getting ready to get another promotion, which promotions yep. are earned. I want to point that out. It doesn't matter if I like you or I don't like you. You're paid exactly what you're worth and you're about to get a big promotion. And I can't give it to somebody else, Chris. I have to give it to you because you've earned it. Talk yes. to me about the training that has helped you. How What's happened? Why have you been able to be so wildly successful? Man, I think it's it's the team that we have, honestly. You know, obviously we, from December to March, we do lots of these fundamentals of agronomy trainings. And I have been to, I don't even know how many now, uh, several, several years worth. And um, just learning and learning and learning as much as possible and trying to get this information in our heads and, and get it concrete so that we are very knowledgeable for our clients and for our customers. The business trainings in Kansas City have tremendously helped. And I think the main thing for me, Rod, is being around like-minded people people that have crazy, big, high goals, it's infectious. I mean, when you get around people like that, it's super, super important in your personal development and growth. And I know just one thing that I can remember clear as day two years ago, I came home from a pro-ag or a business training, I can't remember. And I remember getting home for a while and hanging out with, with my wife, my girlfriend at the time. And and she, she straight up told me, she's like, I love the man you are when you come home from a Better Way to Farm event. 
And, uh, so that was another turning point for me. It was just another, another mark that was like, this is it. This is what I'm going to do until I'm an old, old man and can't do it anymore. And we're going to farm full time and the rest is history. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I'm not going to get into it. You also do some work with a drone. You guys have cattle. Yep. Uh, you do a row crop there. Talk to me about how important the schedule is. You know, obviously, uh, you're a little busy there, kind of from 1st of April till Thanksgiving. So your time investment with this business is less, right? Yes, absolutely. Like I said earlier, we're we're really busy from December to March. You know, we have livestock. It can get a little tricky then. But as long as you got somebody at home to, to feed cows and stuff. But when it's time to plant corn, I'm going home. And, you know, if, if I got questions or anybody has questions that I'm working with, it's just a phone call. I think that's something that's huge here. You know, if I was still at the bank and I was, it was the first week of May and the weather breaks and it's time to plant corn, well, my boss, you know, there at the bank's going to say, sorry, you, you need to come into work or we need to burn some vacation days so you can go plant corn. Here, it's not that way. When we have farm work to do at home, we go home and we do that. And so, and, and it's just going to help our farming, you know, be more successful too. So, because we know timing is so crucial in, in, in farming. So, cool. Chris, talk to me. You've been around a little bit longer than the other two here, and so you're a little bit more seasoned. Look into the future. Look at your crystal ball. What do you see happening coming forward? Oh, man, the sky's the limit. I, I don't know. I think this thing's going to be huge. The momentum we have is just insane right now. It's just a broken record. I mean, I just can't say enough about the team, the team aspect. I mean, we have you know, 25, 30 people, um, guys and gals that have all sorts of different experiences and knowledge and we've got you know a couple ccas and guys who have been working with this program for several years and you know we talk about it all the time we've made lots of mistakes and so we've learned from them we've figured out what works what hasn't worked and a lot of us like really most of us we farm so we do this stuff on our own operations and we're seeing successes in it and so we're just we're all about passing knowledge on and helping the american farmer be more profitable so yeah, great deal of fun. I was actually with these guys uh, Monday and Tuesday and Chris, and I drove home last night in a very interesting set of roads and weather. But, you know, it, it was a lot of fun and, and it was we were able to make a difference and I left there feeling uplifted. Guys, I appreciate your time. I'm going to take over here a little bit and I may come back to you. And if you if something triggers and you want to say something, feel free. I think Chris, I am going to back up on this because you hit something that was written down as one of my points here as I start to wrap this up, and that's getting passed over for a promotion. You know, I, I my first job, I thought I wanted really bad, and uh, they promised they would promote based upon production, and I had outproduced everybody by at least 50%, and when the promotion time came, I didn't get it. And I think that's pretty much your story. You felt like you had done, I mean, they even said you did everything you're supposed to, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had actually, I, I had worked my tail off um, and done several things or as much as I could possibly do. I know there were several days that there wasn't any tasks for me to do. So it was, it was more like finding my own tasks, which was interesting. But yeah. It's, it's not a good feeling when you get to that, that review and it's, it's that, you know, result. So, you know, and it's really cool here guys, because I, there are lots of you on this tonight and we appreciate you tuning in. We do. And and I just want everyone listening to know that's never going to happen here because everything we do is based on production and production only. It doesn't matter if Brian likes you or Dan likes you or Rod doesn't like you. It doesn't matter. Once you meet the criteria, you get the advancement. And, you know, there's guys on here that are moving up very quickly. And I'm very proud of what they're doing. And anyone out there can do that. 
Brian, let me ask you something. Do you believe that anyone who wants to can can succeed in this business? As long as you put the time in and the effort, you'll get it done. Absolutely. It's just a matter of doing the work. It's exciting. Guys, as we go to get started, you know, one of the things that I want to encourage you that you need to do is to, you know, if you're going to do this business, we got to get started. We encourage people to, you know, put some test plots in on their own farm, do some studying. We have a pretty good amount of of things that you can do. You can study through the Facebook page with the 12 Days of Nutrients and and really further your knowledge on on agriculture and work through that. Again, we have great training on the private Facebook page for people who want to either learn how to sell or learn more about agriculture, and those things are available. I want to talk briefly. We do just partner with one manufacturer. We have a system, and the reason that we're with them is that we figured out 30-some years ago that their quality is unparalleled. We love what we do, and we enjoy looking at the soil test and making the recommendations, but we found that when we didn't use the right product, we didn't get the results that we wanted. And so we're very loyal to that particular company because their results are unparalleled, and that's what we're after. We're going to get that. I also like that the company that we're aligned with is farmer-owned, and our products are made in the United States, and we are you know, very, very proud of that. There are a whole lot of companies today that either are not owned by someone here in this wonderful country that we live in, or there's a bunch of people on the board that couldn't tell a John Deere from a reindeer. And our ownership farms every day, they have cattle, they row crop, they are hands-on each and every day in ag. And I think that makes a big difference. Myself, Hala, everybody on here, Dan, Chris, Brian, all of us farm, you know, um, I'll just be real vulnerable and tell you, we had an interesting evening. Brian, you would have loved this. 30 minutes before this started, we were trying to, we had a load of feed stuck in between two hills here and had a tractor stuck and we tried to get it with another tractor and it was so icy that we ended up with two tractors stuck and we had to come up with a machine that had chains on. And so we we live it, you know, we make the mistakes, we get to see it each and every day. And I like that because when we're dealing with people who are hands-on, they look at it differently. They know the, the feeling. They know the nervousness. They know the anticipation that comes every year in the spring. And there's none of this, oh, it's good enough. There's none of this, oh, it'll be all right. You never hear somebody say it's no big deal. Because this group of people that you guys have heard interviewed tonight, they know it's a big deal. Here's what the five of us that have talked know. When you make decisions, when we help you make decisions, you're making decisions that impact whether or not your grandchildren get to take over that farm. And that legacy, guys, of the farm going to the next generation is everything to us. When Kayla comes home and works with her cattle here on our farm, I don't remember, she's either a 14th or 15th generation American farmer. We don't expect that to die out anytime soon. Our grandkids have cattle, so they're either the 15th or the 16th. And guys, that's what we want for you. And a lot of us need to have some non-farm income, and here's a chance to get it. You know, it, it's interesting because I the points that I really want to make are, number one, the schedule. You get to work this around your schedule. We have like two events in the summer, and they're short events. They're just training events that we take off with, and then we do the lion's share of our work in the winter, and we, we are able to work that around and, and work when we need to, and, you know, we're all interchangeable, so maybe somebody goes somewhere to a meeting and someone else does the next one. You know, I like the fact that there's no territories. Brian, you have people that you're working with in how many states now? Five. 
Dan, how many states do you have growers that you're helping? Two, three, four, I think five. Five? Okay, Chris, how about you? How, I know you've, <laughs> you've got people in a lot of places. You're doing a lot of work and uh, you're a little farther down the road here. How many states do you think you have growers in that you're helping and working with? 18. 18. And you know, the nice thing about that is that as these guys, it's one thing to have a business right here in Van Buren County, Iowa, which Chris and I can do. That's where we live. But the fact is, last year we had a drought. And by being in 18 different states, Chris is, he's geographically diverse, but he's weather diverse because every year somebody has a tough year and every year somebody else has a great year. And so by having your eggs in different baskets, it works out and it's a really, really good deal. What somebody put on here, they said, hey, I just went to the University of Iowa and I don't have an ag degree. Do you think I could do this? And uh, I know he was taking a little poke at the Hawkeyes there. But, you know, we're going to make fun of everybody. That's okay. Yeah, even a Hawkeye can do this, guys. You know, Kayla's in school getting an ag business degree. Karen got a business and econ degree. Chris was a banker and worked in basically in engineering. And so everybody comes at this from a different place. But the training that you get here will take care of you. You don't need an ag degree. If you do, that's fantastic. We look forward to that. We have people who are CCAs. We have people coming as a matter of fact, I have never had as many people coming to us trying to leave the conventional retail system as we've had this year. People are looking for a parachute to get out of the ag retail and say, I want to do it different. And they come to us and we love this. They say, we're looking for a better way. Oddly enough, that's our name. We're looking for a better way. What we're looking for is people that are looking for a better way. So if that's you and you're sitting out there, maybe you're a seed dealer saying, hey, what have I got that would dovetail with what I do? Because I just spent two days with Greg and he's doing a great job of that. We have a lot of different guys who are doing seed and doing this together. Maybe you're sitting out there and saying, hey, I want to do something that's in agriculture in addition to farming, but I don't want it to be going to town and getting a job where I have to be tied up. And, you know, the bottom line is we can do this thing beyond the shadow of a doubt. You know, I, I just got a great question here from Jordan, I appreciate it. You're a farmhand and you don't have any acres. You'd like to add income. That's what we all want to do. Chris and I joked about that coming home last night. You know, when Chris gets to making even bigger money than what he is, I know that he's not going to quit farming. He's going to buy another farm. Jordan, if your dream is to farm, let's get to it. You know, we've got countless people who joined the team and because they joined the team, got to go and farm as well. And that's what we're truly looking for is those people who are passionate about ag, who want to be hands-on in ag, who are going to make a difference. But we're really looking for difference makers. So, guys, you know, it's cool to be with you here. We've got a bunch of these seminars coming up. It's a great time. There has never been a better time to start your business. And I promise you, if you'll reach out, we need you. If you would like to join the team, you text the word START, S-T-A-R-T, the word START to 641-919-5570, 641-919-5570. And when you do that, someone from the team will be in contact and there will be training to help you. We look forward to it. You could be hanging out with the guys that were on here tonight or you know several other people that could have been. And we look really forward to doing that. I believe strongly in the American agriculture movement. And guys, I believe that you can do this. If you're sitting out there and you're saying, man, I don't know, because most people have two questions. The only two questions they have are, can I do it? 
And these guys right here are showing you that. They all come from different backgrounds and they're all doing it. And we've got a whole bunch of others that we could parade through here that can show you that yes, you can. And the second question is, does it work? Well, it absolutely works because we know that based upon the success that we have, the success, the success that we're seeing and this team of people that are just coming together and having a ball. That's the bottom line. We're having a ball, we're being successful, we're making a difference, and we're moving agriculture forward. So with that being said, I want to thank the three panelists. You guys are rock stars like always. And I want to thank all of you who tuned in here. We thank you for that. And again, text START to 641-919-5570. And we will see you at a training soon. And we'll have you starting to make some money. And we're looking forward to it. You're listening on the Verbal Crowd Network. Find more great shows at verbalcrowd.com.